Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We already talked about the provincial election coming up on June the 7th. And uh, yesterday here in uh, Hamilton, downtown Hamilton, uh, the NDP made it official that Andrea Horvath will, in fact, of course, be their candidate in Hamilton Center. She's the incumbent MPP there and, of course, the leader of the provincial party. But uh, a lot of speculation uh, surrounding this election and specifically about the NDP and what might happen uh, with the possibility of change here in the province of Ontario. Is this an opportunity for Horvath to actually finally uh, win an election? This is a third election. And if not, uh, what are the consequences? Well, let's talk to Peter Grafe about that, professor of political science at McMaster University here in Hamilton. How are you doing this morning, Peter? Great, thanks. Good. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, obviously, uh, Doug Ford's taking up an awful lot of the oxygen in this campaign so far, which is not even officially underway, and uh, the Liberals doing what they're going to do. Right now, they seem to be sidetracked with uh, their uh, Auditor General battles. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the NDP and, and Andrea Horvath. Uh, the, been, you know, it's, it's been the best of times and the worst of times for Andrea over her time as leader. Yeah, I mean, uh, she inherited a party that was, uh, you know, not particularly strong. She was able to grow uh, the number of MPs to develop a kind of beachhead in the Niagara Peninsula in southwest Ontario, but hasn't been able to get beyond about 20-21% of the electorate, uh, you know, whereas to get elected as a government, you really need to be somewhere into the into the 30s. What, what's been the failing? I, I mentioned in my commentary earlier this morning, I mean, invariably every time, and not just in this election, but when they just ask the question, well, who's the most pop? which leader do you like, who's the most popular, she does very well. As a matter of fact, is often in first place in a lot of these things, but it, it doesn't seem to translate into votes. Yeah, well, with our electoral system, you would expect, you know, most cases where you've got first class opposed to electoral system, you expect a two-party system. Uh, you know, it is a system that uh, makes it really hard for third parties to have any success because there aren't many, you know, votes left in which you could elect people once the two top parties have had theirs. And so, uh, in a way, uh, what's maybe more surprising is that the NDP hangs on both provincially and uh, federally, uh, given that the electoral system is so unfriendly to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's what's the problem? I mean, I think the problem for the NDP is that uh, if you look at where people identify. Uh, the number of people who identify as New Democrats is notably smaller than either Conservatives or Liberals. And so uh, without one of those other parties failing, uh, it's hard to go and find some new voters that would put you in a position where you could win ridings, uh, you know, where you need to be able to concentrate, you know, 35 to 50 percent of the vote in a riding if you hope to win it. If you're sitting at 20 percent across a province, there aren't too many ridings where you can get to that number. Okay, we, let's let's follow that scenario that you just described. Uh, one of the parties failing uh, is 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 that scenario developing this year with this election? Well, I mean, certainly there's that possibility. Uh, I mean, what we've seen again with our, our electoral system, which really means uh, favors two parties, is that since the uh, conservatives have become a much more ideologically conservative party. Uh, we've seen the Liberals tracking a bit more to the left to try and federate all the anti-conservative vote. And so in most of our elections, we start off with the first period where it's the Liberals and the uh, NDP duking it out about who's going to take over, take against, take it on against the Conservatives. Uh, you know, in most cases, it's the Liberals who win that, although when they have a weak leader, like federally, for instance, with Michael Ignatieff, uh, you may see the NDP surge, uh, you know, in that case with Jack Layton. Um, and so, I mean, I think that is the, the hope for the NDP this time, is that Kathleen Wynne is sufficiently unpopular, you know, that despite putting forward a budget, which people seem to like as specific elements of it, hasn't really moved the dial in terms of support or people's willingness to vote for the Liberals, that Andrea Horvath may come to be seen as the person uh, who, you know, might have a chance of beating Doug Ford and might rally then 
a number of liberal votes. I mean, I guess the difference uh, with Horvath against Wynne in this is that Wynne is really making a play to try and win NDP votes, whereas Horvath, I think, has also got a bit of a an attempt to say, well, if, if uh, Doug Ford is uh, polarizing the electorate uh, in, a, in a mood of change, in a sort of populist change, uh, there may be some voters who, who could be, you know, either blue or orange. They could go NDP, they could go liberal, uh, not liberal, uh, conservative uh, or NDP. And, and Andrea Horvath, I think, is looking at those waters, too. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.